Hello there, it's Jim, it's the World of Bonds. It's Friday the 19th of March 2021. This is for professional investors only and never investment advice. Not much going on in bond markets this morning. It's a bit of calm after the turbulence in treasuries over the last few days. 10-year US treasuries at 169 um, basis points this morning. And the 30-year briefly got to 2.5 but is now down at 243. Uh, Credit is a little bit wider, emerging markets a little bit wider as well. And, um, you know, the the news about further lockdowns in Europe have led to a bit of a risk-off tone in risky assets over the course of this morning. So uh, Paris and other regions of France going into a a new series of of lockdown measures. As you know, if you follow on Twitter, um, I collect magazines from history um, looking at inflation. And one arrived in the post this week from July 17th, 1978 from Time magazine. The front cover is Federal Reserve Chairman G. William Miller. And the title is The Inflation Fighter. Um, It's always great reading through old magazines. There's some really good stuff in there. Lots of uh, fantastic rugged cowboys smoking unfiltered cigarettes and um, high technology word processors and stuff like that for sale. So I recommend it. Um, This one, though, has a big, big feature on William Miller, and I thought it's worth looking at because I didn't really know very much about him. His predecessor was Arthur Burns. Carter basically inherited Arthur Burns as the the chairman of the Fed when Carter took office, but um, pretty soon got fed up with his, inverted commas, professional nagging. Arthur Burns was a a Republican, effectively, and um, he was replaced by G. William Miller. Um, And Miller was quite uh, an interesting choice. He wasn't an economics person in any way. The only economics course he'd ever done was a basic course when he was in the Coast Guard, in the Coast Guard Academy, and that was three decades before he became chairman of the Fed. His background was in helicopters. He was uh, in charge of Textron. Um, So he he came in to to take over at the Fed. And I think it's fair to say that this copy of Time magazine that I've got in front of me is during his honeymoon period. So he's being portrayed as an optimistic central banker and Time magazine talks about an optimistic central banker being one who's generally an optimistic central banker is one who thinks the situation is deteriorating less rapidly than before and hoping that uh, Miller would be a a kind of a a new broom in what was quite a kind of a gloomy economic environment as we know at the end of the 1970s with the oil shocks and the um, high levels of inflation low levels of economic growth um, but this op- this article is pretty optimistic. It's very forward-looking. Thinks he's the man for the job to to change all the bad times that the U.S. had gone through. Is going to get things done. At the time, the government's forecast for 1978 inflation was at seven percent. Um, actual inflation was probably around six and a half at the time. Some economists were forecasting eight percent inflation going forwards. But it wasn't just inflation that was worrying um, the White House and worrying the Federal Reserve. It was it was everything, really. You know, the dollar was collapsing. By the time this magazine came out, um, the dollar was down 17% year to date against the yen, which was the, the big currency it was really measured against then to July. 
by November, actually, um, a few months after the magazine was published, um, it would be down 42% against the yen and 34% against the Deutsche Mark. And the government would have to start doing a rescue package. They sold off some gold in order to try and support the, the US dollar. Um, but unemployment, five and a half, sorry, 5.7% to be exact. The US economy was expanding and had 40 months of expansion following the last recession. But I guess inflation was the big worry. Um, and the money supply was really very, very strong. It was running at 11.5% against a target of somewhere between 45 and 6%. Um, Fed funds rate was at 7.25%. So effectively zero uh, real interest rates in, in the States. Um, so Miller came in. He did nothing. He was um, a completely... Uh, powerless Fed chairman. I think that at the time, people were quite optimistic about him. They thought he would get things done. But The Economist, again, um, around this period, said that with hindsight, the only thing he actually achieved was to try and ban smoking in Federal Reserve's meetings. And even that failed. People just continued smoking, even though, um, you know, even though he'd banned it. And by 1979, he was outvoted in an FOMC policy meeting, which was kind of the end because that, that doesn't happen. He didn't want to raise interest rates despite the fact that rate uh, inflation was moving up month after month after month. Uh, despite this, he was promoted, I guess you might say. He was moved to the Treasury and Carter replaced him with Paul Volcker. And, you know, we all know about Paul Volcker, Paul Volcker coming in and setting Fed funds rate above the rate of inflation, which was entirely radical at the time and killing inflation. Uh, but Miller at the time was the first person to move from chair of the Fed to the Treasury. Obviously, Janet Yellen has done that now. Um, but, you know, reading about the period, the time in history, I think, you know, really interesting article because there's nothing really about financial markets in it. Uh, financial stability isn't mentioned at all. Uh, the monetary policy transmission mechanism really isn't mentioned in the same way as we talk about it today. It's all about micromanaging the manufacturing sector uh, and obviously manufacturing much more important in the 70s relative to services than it is today. But, um, you know, this article talks about how Miller's anti-inflationary policies were stumbling because of battles around health and safety, about lowering the level of cotton dust in cotton mills. Um, uh, Carter's advisors told him that was too, too costly to do. There were labour disputes all over the place, especially around coal strikes. Uh, minimum wage hikes were introduced by Carter, which I guess has some read across to today with the minimum wage plans that Joe Biden have that look pretty radical and look quite Carter-esque in some ways. And at the same time, we're also seeing huge rises in food prices um, that were uh, a big problem for the Fed and for, for Carter. There'd been a really uh, severe winter. But we are seeing that around the world at the moment. And food price inflation is pretty severe, partly due to COVID, partly due to the climate and the weather that we've experienced lately as well. But I just it struck me that a lot about this article um, was about the kind of micromanagement of the industrial sector rather than what we think of the Fed doing today. 
So, uh, you know, what else is there to note? He, he didn't last long. Um, no wonder I hadn't really heard of him. It was a very much inflationary period. So as I say, around six and a half, seven percent inflation when he took over. It rose every single quarter relentlessly over his time in office. Um, by the time he left, it was well over 10 percent. And then, um, you know, before Volcker was able to kill it, it peaked out at just about well, 15% in the second quarter of 1980. So um, an unsuccessful Fred, Fed presidency, uh, a chairmanship, I would say. Um, I guess the one thing I'd finish on is really thinking about Paul Volcker because Paul Volcker said that he wasn't going to worry about the unemployment rate it was all going to be about worrying about inflation. I mean, I, didn't, I don't think he put it that starkly, although he may have done, but that was how he acted. It was a priority of killing inflation and the unemployment uh, target was, was less important to him. He knew that this would cause pain. I think now, looking around uh, the world, that has kind of flipped. So nowadays, central bankers... Uh, it, both in the US and I guess in Europe uh, uh, as well, to, to a much lesser extent, but definitely in the US, are more worried about the unemployment rate than they are worried about inflation. And um, I think what we saw from the Fed was, given their dot charts, which showed inflation would be above target over the next three years, albeit only kind of marginally, about 10 basis points above target, this new flexible average inflation targeting policy uh, prioritises growth rather than killing inflation because you know inflation is definitely not the problem and that makes this a very different world than the one that g william miller inherited back in 1978 so um i advise you go and have a look on twitter at some of the um front covers that we've posted over the times um i think the point was that inflation sells uh, magazines love putting inflation stories on the front cover, whether that is The Economist, Time magazine, Money Week, whatever. You know, the, the idea that inflation is is coming, is imminent, is something that sells uh, magazines. In this case, um, they got it wrong in the other direction. Um, he was going to fight inflation and he didn't. Anyway, good weekend. Speak to you soon.